the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your best financial partner. This is Business 1440. KYCR. Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnewy in Washington. A big surge in online shopping during the pandemic has been a big help for retailers this year, but it does come at a price. Retail expert David Bosick says one silver lining is easier shopping, even though there will be a lot of returns as well. The consumer has come to learn that this ease of shopping is a nice benefit um, that they want to keep long term. So we're definitely going to see many of these trends, not only for the for the holiday season this year, but you know, going into 2021 and beyond. Shoppers are expected to return twice as many items as they did during the last year's holiday period, costing companies roughly $1.1 billion along the way. The first shipments of coronavirus vaccines have arrived across the European Union as authorities prepare to begin administering the first shots to the most vulnerable people in the coordinated effort, which gets underway tomorrow. This is SRN News. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. I should be careful to not have... uh, expectations too high for what Senator Toomey's doing. I don't think I think in the long run they're going to either I think in the long run they they're not going to be able to get this thing get this thing through. I don't think that I don't think that uh, there's enough of a 
there's enough of a concern out there to really make this work. I mean, Senator McConnell is apparently letting Senator Toomey have his moment to question this practice, and it deserves serious questioning. Let me sort of explain to you why we're doing that, um, why he's doing that. So the Federal Reserve met this week. There were some people who thought that the Fed might in, might introduce additional uh, quantitative easing, speed up the amount of uh, Treasury securities, mortgage-backed securities that they would be offering. And we heard nothing like that. They they said, nope, we're sticking with uh, $80 billion additional per month in Treasuries, $40 billion per month additional in uh, in mortgage-backed securities, and we're going to stay on that path. But then adds, adds this particular comment, adds this particular comment that uh, they're going to do that, uh, uh, that they're going to add, they're going to add more money until they see substantial progress. All right, substantial further progress in employment and inflation. Now, while they do that, as uh, Robert Eisenweiss pointed out, the summary of economic projections comes forward and says um, you had that 2020 real GDP, which they expected back in September to be to fall by 3.7%. They now, the Fed now projects that the fall in GDP for 2020 from this recession is going to come out to be 2.4% year over year. Right? 2.4% is maybe even not as big as the great as the uh, the uh, great the global financial crisis uh, the recession in 2008-2009 slightly stronger growth in gdp in 2021 they they bumped it up by 2 tenths of a percent from 4.0 to 4.2 and the same for 22 the unemployment rate is expecting the unemployment rate is now expected by them to fall to be at 5% at the end of 2021 versus 5.5% as previously written and with more declines in 20, further declines in 22 and 23. They still expect inflation, at least on the on their core PCE target number, to stay below 2% through 2022. Um, and I'm reading some of this from... Uh, the description of the FOMC conference uh, done by uh, Robert Eisenbeis, who's the uh, chief monetary economist at uh, Cumberland Advisors, um, a, a financial uh, investment, a financial advising company that uh, specializes in, in the municipal uh, municipal bond market. Um, forward guidance said, you know, so so the forward guidance that they've been giving you is. We're going to go above 2%. We tend to be go above 2% for a while, and they say until they get the substantial further progress. At the very first moment, at the very first moment where he takes questions, uh, he gets a question uh, from, from uh, Bloomberg's own uh, Rich Miller, who says, who says, look, you've just fork, your forecast now says, you're seeing progress in terms of GDP. You've seen progress in terms of unemployment. You've seen some progress in terms of inflation, although you're still going to be below 2%. And he says, well, why isn't this the progress? Isn't this, isn't this, this information you've just given us your own statement of the progress that's being made on these fronts? I want you to listen to the answer, and this is going to be the one moment if almost any time I've ever done this show where I really wish I had video to play for you. But we're going to just listen to the answer. Play the play uh, play Jay Powell, please. Yes. Well, so we're not we're not going to be identifying specific uh, associating that test with with specific numbers at this point. Um, so really, the question is, what do we mean by uh, by uh, by that language? And um Really, the overarching message, Rich, is that our guidance for both interest rates and asset purchases uh, will keep 
monetary policy accommodative until our maximum employment and price stability goals are achieved. And that's a, that's a powerful message. Um, so substantial further progress means what it says. It means we'll be looking for employment to be substantially closer to assessments of its maximum level and inflation to be substantially closer to our 2% longer-run goal before we start making adjustments to our purchases. Did you get that? I'm going to have, uh, we're going to rewind and play that again, right, Wyatt? But I, contend, I contend that was word salad, and I'm going to play it for you again, but the video clip, and I, I'll tweet the video of this, uh, from YouTube for you during the, during the next break, because I think it's important you actually watch him. Okay, and, and Wyatt, I think watched it. You can correct me if you if you have a different view. He looks uncomfortable. He just looks like he, you know, and at one point you can see him go back, take the statement, and reread it. Meaning, I'm trying to figure out what I want to say here. I don't quite know what it, what more you guys want from me. So stay on the pause button for me, Wyatt, and let's play this again. Yes, well, so we're not, we're not going to be identifying specific, uh, associating that test with, with specific numbers at this point. Stop. Why not, sir? What forward guidance is supposed to be to tell markets exactly what it is you tend to reporter to you know to bloomberg who you hear here on business 1440 on weekdays perhaps no more important um uh no more important uh, financial market mover than the bloomberg and the wall street journal right and here's one of their reporters asking you this question and you just say tough luck i'm not giving you a number okay continue um so, really, the question is, what do we mean by uh, by uh, by that language? And yes, um, exactly. Really, the overarching message, Rich, is that our guidance for both interest rates and asset purchases uh, will keep monetary policy accommodative until our maximum employment and price stability goals are achieved. And that's a that's a powerful Stop. message. He just read you his statement again, and then says that's a powerful message. Well, maybe. Continue. Um, so substantial further progress means what it says. It means we'll be looking for employment to be substantially closer to assessments of its maximum level and inflation to be substantially closer to our 2% longer run goal before we start making adjustments to our purchases. The, uh, the, the, the statement of economic, the summary of economic projections says, as I look at it here, the summary of economic projections says that they expect they expect core PCE to be at 1.8 up from 1.7 in 21. Uh, they expect it to be at 1.9 up from 1.8 in 22. You've got a fair number of you've got you've got people saying in 22 that they think that range you've got people in 21 saying the range is going to be between one and a half and 2.3. So you have a Fed governor or president of one of the branches already saying in 2021 the inflation rate is going to be above two percent and there's no acknowledgement of that that in 22 you've got within the central tendency okay meaning that they've lopped off the three highest projections that you're you've got somebody at 2.0 so there's at least four fed governors saying we're going to be at 2.0 or above in, tw- in in about 12 months, 12 to 18 months. How close do you have to get? Well, they've said, we need to actually get above 2% for a while. And, and, and that's fine. The Fed's, I'm not saying the Fed's going to raise interest rates before the end of 2022. I don't think there's no chance of that. There is no chance of that. And that goes into my forecast that I'm working on to give you in about three weeks is there's no chance that the fed that that the fed funds rate goes up in 21 there's no chance it goes up in 2022 what we don't know is what's going to happen to the yield curve 
what's going to happen to long-term treasuries? I still believe that the Fed's, the, the Treasury Department is missing an opportunity. The Fed clearly would like to hold longer-term securities. It would like to push things down. It's standing there as a backstop saying, we're going to buy $80 billion of that stuff that comes out every month, and we're probably going to do this for quite a while longer. If I'm, if I'm the debt manager for the U.S. Treasury, why am I not saying, would you take some 30s? How about some 50s? Would you take some 50-year maturity bonds? Because I would love to lock in 1% for the next 30 to 50 years. Then when interest rates rise, I don't have to worry about debt service quite so much because I'm not going to have to roll over these bonds, and I've got you locked in on a, on a coupon payment that's 1% to 1.5%. I'm good with that. Why are we not doing that? don't know. The Fed seems prepared to do that. But that hesitant voice, I, I, play the whole thing one more time. You just have to hear it. It's remarkable. Yes. Well, so we're not we're not going to be identifying specific, uh, associating that test with, with specific numbers at this point. Um, so really the question is, what do we mean by, uh, by, uh, by that language? And stalling, um, Really, the overarching message, Rich, is that our guidance for both interest rates and asset purchases uh, will keep monetary policy accommodative until our maximum employment and price stability goals are achieved. And that's a a powerful message. Um, So substantial further progress means what it says. It means we'll be looking for employment to be substantially closer to assessments of its maximum level and inflation to be substantially closer to our 2% longer run goal before we start making adjustments to our purchases. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet this this the whole piece to you. It's actually, I've actually only taken a little bit of a, about a three minute clip. I'll I'm gonna send that to you, and we're gonna talk and uh, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about this right after these messages. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Said the night wind to the little land. Do you see what I see? Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. What if the music stopped? If the familiar voices were silenced? If there were no breaking news updates? What if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee? Don't worry, we're free local radio with you wherever you go. Celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit termprovider.com. Termprovider.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, E-V-R, cleaning.com. 
Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Your Amazon smart speaker is now your all-access pass to financial strategists, economic pros, and more. Tune in with Alexa. Just say, play Business Radio 1440. That's play Business Radio 1440. Welcome back, King Banging Show, Business 1440. I'm going to give you notice right now. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Fed in this segment, and then after that, I'm going to completely change topics and talk about the business of baseball. I'm not going to talk about baseball per se. I want to talk about the baseball business and why it should matter to you even if you don't ever watch a pitch. All right. We're going to talk about that. We have we have the advantage of having Wyatt with us, who is who is very familiar with some of these topics, uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a little participation here in just a moment. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven with your questions of and comments. Six five one and two eight nine four four seven seven. Jack uh, Jack on Twitter posted four minutes ago um, one of the very famous lines of. Back to flirting and dating inflation, which will inevitably lead to marriage and, sadly, an expensive, ugly divorce. Well, we don't know that yet. Look, there's a way in which this can all work out well. I can just tell you, if it does, it would be the first time. I mean, this is the whole point. Or as as, uh, Peter Buchvar puts it in his... uh, his summation of the weekly uh, economic news that I always read before I come to the show. He says it's like they're driving 150 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour speed zone, right? It's all great until all of a sudden it's not, <laughs> right? Um, and, 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 and Peter also points out uh, the size of the Fed's balance sheet jumped $119 billion in one week. That balance sheet is now $7.36 trillion. $7.36 trillion. And you're telling me they need they need to be sure that they can draw another $400 billion from the from the Fed? Or from the Treasury? Why on earth would you think that? I haven't any idea. So why do I why am I making a big deal about this? I my sense is my sense is this. I agree. We just that the pandemic is likely to cause one or two more sickening jolts of that 150 mile an hour car over the next 6 months. Um widely reported although i i knew about it a little bit earlier and didn't hadn't talked about it uh till till this morning but it's, it's reported in in most of our major newspapers in minnesota now that the state senator from uh, my area in fact um not not a neighbor neighbor but his house is on my is on my my run um my when i do my 4 mile run i run by his home uh, my state senator Jerry Ralph died uh, yesterday. Complications from COVID. Um, so this one feels a little more. This feels a little bit more raw for me than usual. I understand that there's going to be bumps in the road. Uh, our prayers to uh, to the Ralph uh, family and to his wife Peg, uh, and uh, and so on. I mean, it's it. We're going to go through this. Uh, and it's and they're going to be there's going to be some there's going to be some bumpiness along the way. However, Moderna just had its its vaccine approved, so we now have two out there. Um, we're still waiting on the AstraZeneca one. One advantage of the Moderna vaccine is it does not require quite as low a temperature for storage as the Pfizer vaccine. Um. But we now have two sources 
that we could use the United States. And perhaps there will be three within, a, within another month. Perhaps. It's not clear where, where they are with, with the AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, but uh, something may be coming from that pretty soon. The Congress is, is putting out some money. I, again, that $900 billion stimulus bill is going to pass at some point. If it doesn't pass in this Congress, it will pass in the next one. Um, the, 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 the Senate's hands will not get any, the Senate, the Senate Republicans hand will not get stronger. It might not get weaker, but it's not going to get stronger between now and January 6th. So I believe that the, that they probably will make the deal that it's probably more likely they make a deal this week now. I initially thought they wouldn't do it until after after uh, uh, President-elect Biden was sworn in. With all that, why on earth is there no urgency on the Fed? Why does the Fed act uncomfortable when somebody says, hey, the economy seems to be doing okay, even in your projections? So when might you... When might you say something about taking your foot off the gas? And and we get this 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 nervous answer, which I've now tweeted to you at pound KBRS. Look, let's look around the rest of the news. Yeah, I get initial jobless claims continue to go up. Guess what? It's pretty simple, right? We've had a wave of the we had, we've had a wave of the virus that has caused many state governors and city mayors to shutter bars and restaurants. Those people are now going back on to unemployment insurance. That makes sense. Um, the manufacturing data was a little bit weaker this week. Yes, that's true. But the retail sales data, I think, freight shipments are looking better. Housing starts look good. Industrial production is up. Um, This looks more like a a standard recovery. And as we reported at our quarterly business report meeting uh, uh, review on Thursday, the one thing you can say for sure is labor markets are tight. In the you know we're supposedly in this recession, but labor markets are tight, and that's got to be good news, particularly for a Fed that seems to think it needs to worry about wage growth for people of color. Um, not sure what the Fed has to do with that particular goal, but it seems to be thinking about. It. Guess what? That's probably going to be pretty strong next year, because there are a number of people who are stepping out of the labor force particularly those in their 50s and 60s, um, who had been helping to keep labor force participation high, they're stepping out, leaving less labor available and causing businesses to say, I've got to pay higher wages if I'm going to be able to keep the workers I have. That's good news. And so Jack's comment about about, uh, flirting with inflation, I, I don't know. I don't know that in, I don't know that we're we're actually flirting with it, but we've sort of tried to make eye contact across the room. Um, and Jay Powell sounds like he's beginning to wonder if he might need to buy it a drink. I'm a little I'm a little concerned about that. And. And, you know, you look to Europe, you look to China. China seems to be growing at a pretty reasonable rate. Uh, business confidence in Germany is up. Uh, uh, confidence in the U.K. is up. It looks like it looks like they're going to find a way through to have some kind of trade deal uh, to get past the initial Brexit bill. Um, it's kind of hard to come up with a lot of places that look... Uh, look uh, 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 solid. The only number that was negative was on retail sales. But I would actually say retail sales still have grown throughout the recession. 
except for the two months or three months in which we saw a decline. Now, it's shifted dramatically, right? The restaurants are doing awfully, but the grocery stores are doing fine. The clothing stores are doing awfully, but the sporting goods stores are doing fine. Yes, there's been shifts in how the demand is going, but we do not have a problem with the consumer having money to spend and being willing to spend it. They're just changing the pattern through which they do so. And and so we're going to have pockets in the leisure and hospitality industry, bars, restaurants, tourism, okay, uh, um, you know, good news, bad news. Hawaii is an island, has had really low COVID infection rates because they're kind of insulated from the rest of the world thanks, thanks to their, their geography. Bad news, nobody is flying there to take vacation. So their tourism sector has been hit very hard and their economy has been slammed in Hawaii. But in this wor- in this particular place, not only are we going to say we're going we're, we're to keep interest rates at zero, but we're going to keep spending, we're going to keep buying and expanding a balance sheet that's already three times what it was only, only 10 years ago. All right. Doesn't make sense. This is the regime change, the paradigm change that has happened with the Federal Reserve. And why I'll go back to say once more, I am happy that somebody such as Senator Toomey is calling a timeout to say, let's stop a minute and think about what we're doing with the Fed. I'm glad for that. There's one of the things I'll be thankful for as we head into the holiday week coming up. We're going to take a break here. If you want to stick around, we're going to talk about the business of baseball and how a whole lot of cities ended up holding white elephants in the forms of stadiums where baseball will no longer be played. We'll be back after this. You listen to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Is your child struggling in school? Get the help you need now at half price with a voucher from Sylvan Learning. Students in Sylvan's personalized tutoring program typically see up to two to three times more growth in scores than other kids. Now get a $2,500 Sylvan Learning voucher for just $1,250 through this special offer from Sylvan and this station. Only two left. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab and Half Price Offers, or call the station now at 651-289-4413. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills, but let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Millville Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Ryan Rack, number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 
That's 800-482-8399. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. All right, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. We're doing something a little different here for the last half hour of today's show. And um, why why would you why would you care about baseball and the business of baseball? Okay, so we're not going to talk. So this is about business. This is not really about sports. Although I think it has an impact on athletes and particularly amateur athletes. Um, as we've noted on the show, Wyatt is a uh, is a college baseball player, uh, as well as being our, uh, uh, <laughs> I just got a tweet from Jack that cracked me up. Uh, if it's going to be tied, if we're going to tie to, uh, stupid, uh, uh, stupid, uh, political decisions, we're clear to talk about sports. So one of our detractors, why it is in. It's um, good to know we got at least somebody still out there hanging yeah, with us. He's in, he's in. So here's, so there's two aspects of the of the of the political decisions that I that I'm happy to talk about in this context. So let's set this up for you. Um, and I'm going to do this historic. I'm going to do this historically, and then talk about that. So let. But I'm going to use Wyatt as somewhat of an example. Suppose Wyatt had been born in. Wyatt was born somewhere, let's say, about 20-some 20, 20 years ago. Let's suppose he was born at the beginning of the 20th century rather than the 21st century. And he discovers he has the aptitude for baseball, which he does. Right? What would he have he been able to do? Well, he would have gone out and tried to learn how to play. Now, Wyatt, you have played, among other organized baseball games, you've played with a, a summer town team, right? Yep, play uh, amateur ball every summer for the last three years here in the Twin Cities. Okay, so you play, he plays amateur ball. So, so back in 1900, um, he could be an amateur. He could have, in fact, played in some places where he would have gotten paid. He could have been with a team that that existed in various places. The American League and National League back in 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 1900. In fact, the American League had just been formed. The National League is called the Senior Circuit because it was around for 23 years before the American League was formed. Um, but a player could choose to go anywhere they wanted to go. They could choose to if if a major league team if a national league team wanted to sign Wyatt they could do so or he could have gone to one of the other leagues out there the union league the player league or he could have gone to any number of minor leagues which were around which were around at the time why would someone go watch Wyatt play that town game today well i'll give you an answer because i haven't i haven't seen Wyatt but i've gone to see i've gone to see amateur town baseball it's just wonderful. I just I enjoy it, and I like paying a few. I don't mind paying a few dollars to sit in the stands and watch it. If someone chose to charge me, I've gone to games where there has been nobody out there to take my dollar. They've just let me watch. I love I love watching baseball. Period. My point here is that is that in the old old days of baseball, you used to be you, you, it was simply an entertainment. In the minor and the minor leagues were just as much an entertainment as the major leagues. It was just that the quality of the baseball you watched on the field probably wasn't as good. When you get to the 1940s, and I don't know that Wyatt has looked him up yet, or if he's aware of the history of Branch Rickey, but Branch Rickey plays a major role here, and not and most people know Branch Rickey because he's the general manager that uh, ends up signing Jackie Robinson and breaks the color line in baseball. 
uh, with the Brooklyn Dodgers. What people probably know less about him is that after he leaves the Dodgers, he goes and takes the same job with the St. Louis Cardinals and builds them a farm system where the goal was not so much to teach to the goal was not so much to teach base was not so much to entertain but to teach players how to play baseball at the major leagues better indeed what did he do with Jackie Robinson he signed him and he spent sent them he sent him from a negro league team to Montreal because there a black baseball player could play alongside a white baseball player in Canada the, the, there was no color line so he went to Canada played for the Montreal Royals in 1946, honed his craft before coming to play for the Brooklyn Dodgers in 47 and breaking the color line. The discovery that Ricky made at that time was, hey, the minor leagues could be really useful to train players so that I can have a competitive advantage uh, in, you know, for my major league team. So that's what he builds for St. Louis. Now, I could give you a whole lot of story. I, I actually have a whole hour-long lecture on the history of the minor leagues, and I don't have time, obviously, to do that today. Fast forward to today, there are two different things that happen, right? So minor league baseball has two possibilities. You can learn your craft of being a player. Why does Wyatt play in the summer? Do I think it's just for fun? Partly, but it's partly I'm going to guess, and why you could answer this question, I'm going to guess it's partly because you want to keep your you want to practice some pitches to get ready for. I'm assuming that the main event for you in terms of what constitutes your season is the collegiate season and not summer town ball. Am I right about that? 100%. You're, you're playing summer ball in order to stay ready so that when that season does come around, you're ready to play, just like what a minor league system would be for these players trying to get to the pros. You have to stay sharp because as soon as you're out of it, it is extremely hard to get back into it. Right. So so he's keeping his game sharp. This is why, you know, You'll see Major League Baseball players who are actually have made it to the top rung go down into uh, Latin America to play during the winter just to keep those skills sharp. Some will do that. More don't do that now. And that's part of maybe some of the story here. So what happened? What happened was, was you have teams that are making money through the entertainment value of minor league baseball. No better example than that than, than Mike Veck and the St. Saint Paul Saints who were an independent league team. They do not they did not until this coming season. They did not participate as as a minor league team for any of the major league teams. They had their own players. And if you went to CHS Field, right? If you went to CHS Field, what you got was what you got was a greatly entertaining game. The entertainment not necessarily being the product on the field, which was baseball and it's it's baseball. It's good. It's fun to watch. But there's a whole lot of entertainment that happens in the stands. And that's what Mike Veck, which, who learned from his father, Bill Veck, who used to own the Chicago White Sox, uh, got. Right? But here's, the, here's what happened. There had been, at one point, approximately 140-some minor league teams, plus all these independent leagues, competing with each other. And what Major League Baseball has done is say, we're going to reduce the number of teams that are out there. So every team now will will have a smaller number of minor league affiliates than they had before. There's been some other rearrangement. I don't know if, if why you want to talk about the draft league or not as you know as 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 a place where some of these have gone. Yeah, I don't know but, if we need to get into that necessarily. But right. But here's my here's my point. If a person wants to have their craft honed as you do what does this what does this change do to impact a a a player like yourself an 18 year old who maybe decides to go to college as a place where where they work on the craft with the desire and i don't know what your own personal desires are but if someone called you and said would you like to play professional baseball my guess is you'd say well i'll give that a try well, I think you would have to jump at the opportunity if that were to happen, right. obviously. Sure. Uh, I mean, in the long term, do I think this is going to hurt the league itself, the MLB? Maybe not. But as far as, like, the players go and whatnot, I, it will impact a few. Because, like you said, there's less opportunities now 
than there was before. And it already is a tough business. I mean, I like how you brought up the the main purpose of this from the beginning with minor league baseball. It was a business move that he made in order to make his team better in the long run. So this is a business first, player second mentality. And because of that, it, it makes it really tough now with fewer teams to build your team up obviously with those players trying to get to that level so I think it will deter some players away from the sport and even trying to pursue it because like I said it's already as tough of a business as it can be to try to break through and I mean you're on the road six months out of the year I mean I've heard what those guys do for food and the travel and the games and I mean it just sounds awful to to try and do that just to make the big leagues and I think it's going to deter a lot of people away from the sport. And in the long run, the best players are going to stay. But as a whole, I think baseball and some of these cities and towns will hurt because of that. Yeah, and I think this is sort of the thing because I haven't ever asked you this question, Wyatt, but I will now. Was there any other sport you played in high school besides baseball? Yeah, I was. I, I was. I'm glad you bring that up. I was a basketball player, and to to the point where I'm assuming you want to go with this is. If an athlete plays two sports, what's going to make them? Let's say they're good at both sports. Why not just go play the other one? Is that the path you kind of want to go down? That here, is I'm exactly assuming? the question I'm going to ask. Yeah, is, well, is it, right. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, you remember we just we just had this this uh, uh, this last dance movie come out, and they yep. spent a little time talking about Michael Jordan with the Birmingham Barons uh, in the minor league system for the White Sox, and um, and you know. Part of the part of their claim of why they're doing this is they want to give their minor league players a better experience. Well, yeah, I get that, but it's going to be fewer players. Yeah, and 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 what happens? What happens to that person who you don't quite figure out? The guy that might get drafted in the nineteenth round, who goes on to be Wade Boggs, versus now it <laughs> sounds like they're going to cut the draft down to down to like five or six rounds well you almost you, you pretty much have to uh, the, their hands kind yeah. of forced there because there's just not those opportunities for these guys right and going back to your main question there uh, if you're good enough to do both it, it's like a, a metaphor for this would be if you want a promotion at this company and they're not going to give it to you and you don't have that opportunity but they're offering you the same thing at another company what's stopping you from going and taking that one you know what i mean I mean, where you have more opportunity to succeed, you're going to go and pursue that. So uh, the best athletes typically tend to play both sports. And like I said, we could tend to see a shift in that direction here in the coming years. I think the first couple years of this will be extremely eye-opening to see what direction it's going to head. Right. And yet the uh, professional development licenses that they're going to sign are mm-hmm. 10-year licenses. Yeah. <laughs> That they can't even read until they until they sign a non disclosure agreement, which my lawyer friends who are listening right now will go, What? Yeah. yeah Doesn't you seem right. The, <laughs> you had to sign the NDA before you could even see what you were agreeing to. Mm-hmm. And if you say no, they're just going to move on to the next team because they get this excess supply of 20, 25 places that right now are just out of luck. They, yeah. don't, get, they don't get a team, right? Uh, it, so. Two aspects of that that we're going to talk about after these messages. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about how can baseball do this? Answer: Antitrust exemption. Two, what what else is impacted? It's what's going to be impacted. I think seriously is going to be the fact that a bunch of cities borrowed money to build stadiums that no longer have a team. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Oh. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Inver Grove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. Did my research on high-rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in the Santa Fe. And Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So Invergrove Hyundai was able to work out 
just a great deal. The staff and the salespeople really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. You deserve a great car buying experience, and that's what you'll get at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. I grew up poor, which is even worse than being poor. See the movie From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. I've never shied away from hard work. Rising from poverty, he achieved the American dream. We'll all be able to say free at last. From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. Available at SalemNow.com. Use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. She can help you navigate rush hour traffic, even update your shopping list. But most impressive of all, she knows where to find straightforward conversations on investing. Just ask Alexa to play Business Radio 1440. Twin Cities Business Radio. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. All right, welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440, last segment before Christmas. And we're talking about the business of baseball, where right now the uh, the uh, ba- uh, the Major League Baseball has basically told the minor leagues, you're going to be shrunk, you're going to have to do it our way, we're going to focus on the training and somewhat uh, f- focus away from the, your ability to make a whole lot of money at this. Right. So when when uh, Don asked on on Twitter at pound KBRS, what does this do? Will this harm the St. Paul Saints? It really depends on whether or not they allow that we whether or not they allow uh, all of the promotions that the Saints do to continue. The question is, will Major League Baseball be inspired to make the most of the entertainment value of what happens in minor league stadiums as individual owners have done? Um uh, throughout this throughout this time, and that's that's a question that's that's really out there. But well, I let me. So there's two other aspects of this that though that I think you need that we should think about. Why would we do this? First of all, one reason why we why they do this is um, if you're going to form a competitive league, if you thought that there was enough talent out there to form another league of baseball that people could watch. Where would you locate those teams? Would you locate them in the same cities where major league teams are? Or would you locate them instead in places where there's currently a AAA franchise, like Nashville or Portland, Salt Lake City? Um, those, those are places where you could imagine a major league, Louisville, you could imagine a major league team being in those markets. So, so right. just so I'm clear, King, are you talking about like a league that would be competing then against uh, the MLB? Yeah, yeah. This, so, so part of how they got people to agree to this is one of the things they've said is is well, we'll compensate if you sign to our to our agreement and a team moves into your market, we're going to promise you compensation at this amount. So it sort of prearranges for any move or expansion how much those cities, how much those owners are going to get paid. That's in that's in the agreement. 
The only reason that can possibly happen is because baseball has an antitrust exemption. And if this is going to get stopped, if we think this is somehow bad for these cities that are losing teams, the way this gets stopped is Congress has to threaten the antitrust exemption, which is kind of a is an old ploy. It's how it's it's why the Washington Nationals exist, friends, because <laughs> the because con, because oh, legislators said either you put a team in Washington or we're going to rip the antitrust exemption away from you. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing that you should think about with this, and I want this doesn't apply obviously for St. Paul, which borrowed a ton of money to build CHS Field. Gord, I, I love that place. It's it's fantastic. Um, but, um, but so it'll be okay, but I want, but think about this. So I grew up not very far from Lowell, Massachusetts. I grew up over the line up in New Hampshire, up in Manchester. It's about 30 miles away. Um, Lowell built, uh, for its short, its short season, a level team, uh, La Lachure Field, which is, uh, which uh, in 1998, where the Lowell spinners play or played. The entirety of the New York Penn League, which was a short season A league, is disappeared in this process. If you're a fan of the sports writer Roger Kahn, who wrote a great book about, about the boys of summer, talking about talking about actually being a minority owner of, uh, I think, the Utica Blue Sox, if I remember right, um, that whole league is getting wiped out, <laughs> Right. Where would a young man like, like you know, if if Wyatt was to get the call, it had been a place like Utica that he might have gone to try for a summer to see if maybe there was going to be a career for him in professional sports. Those opportunities are not going to be there. And these cities are going to be left, you know, I mean, just in that league. Staten Island Yankees, gone. Batavia Buckdogs, gone. Auburn Double Days, gone. Okay, uh, the Norwich Sea or Sea Unicorns, which is the greatest what? nickname ever. Yeah, that's the true. Sea Unicorns. <laughs> that's awesome. Gone, right? Tri City Valley Cats. Gone. All those places are gone. Wyatt, where are you going to go play ball? You look elsewhere. You know what I mean. You look for new opportunities and potentially even other sports, like we talked about. It's just. That's the sucky part of this is it's the players that hurt the most from this. And and the MLB, yeah. it's all about control. They want to be in control and basically say you're doing it our way or you're not going to play. So you feel for them, right. and I, I'm not a fan of it by any means. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, Wyatt, thank you so much, and Merry Christmas to you. Uh, Merry Christmas to you listeners as well. We'll be back in two weeks with a fresh episode of the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Merry Christmas. The holidays will be different this year. Also different is the way you have been and will be doing business. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers who are still making buying decisions this year and for next. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520-800-218-9520-800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775... We have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other For our nation. For us all. The few. The proud. The Marines.